everyone's moved. I mean, Amy, would you like us to leave and come back in? <laughs> no, mm. no, that's going to just cause way more issues, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that remains constant in life is that everything changes. Yeah, don't have to like it though. <laughs> Damn right. But even yeah. if something stays the same, that's a change of sorts. Everything else has changed around it, so it's well, nothing stays the same except the fact that everything changes. That's the point. There is no mm. staying the same. It would be impossible for something to stay the same. Mm. Except um, yeah. the fact that everything changes. That's what I love. That's a philosophical yeah. paradox. Yes, it's one of those really annoying philosophical paradoxes that I just generally fucking hate. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I will have to make a point of thinking up some others then. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, use use them as as you wish. Like I'm not your I, I'm not your dad's Stu. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would definitely take some doing. <laughs> <laughs> the fact you are substantially younger than me. Like, mm. You're 20 years younger than me, aren't you, Summit? I said, well, time... I mean, we've been talking about paradoxes. This could be a time machine paradox. There you go. Mm. Um, conceive... Yeah, you, you were born of a hilarious accident involving a time machine and, and a contraceptive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if, if if anybody gets gets that reference... Uh, um, oh, I, I know it instantly. <laughs> um, shall I say it? <clears throat> yeah, if you want, go for it. Zaphod Beeblebrox. Zaphod Beeblebrox, that is it. Mm. Uh, what a character. Because he is Zaphod a... Beeblebrox the nothingth. Yes, he is. Mm. Called him. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And his, his dad was Zaphod Beeblebrox the first, and his grandfather was Zaphod Beeblebrox the second. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Yes. That was from the live folks. series, wasn't it? We are recording. Uh, oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's in the book as well. It's not just it's not well, not just a radio series. It is actually in the, in the book. I'll have to revisit mm. that one. Yeah, is the uh, is is the radio series the one that springs to mind? But yeah, mm. that's right. I, I I'll be honest. I've never actually listened to the um, Hitchhiker's radio series. I've, I've only ever re- ever read the books or seen the various film film media. No, never the radio show. Oh, well worth it. Well worth it. It's, it's different again, um, as these things have a tendency to be. Mm. But uh, yeah, have a good re- have a good yeah. listen to them. It, make it, you a hoopy fruit. It was done well. <laughs> in, it was done well on telly in the in the early eighties, wasn't it? I yes. thought. I thought yes. it was done very well. Yep. Uh, there's been a stage version as well. Has there? I must it have has. missed that entirely. I'm, I've been desperately mm. trying to get hold of a copy of the script because I'd love to produce it. But I can't cool. I can't get a copy of the script for love no money. I've searched everywhere. Mm. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to we'll have, we'll have to hunt down all, all the cast who are who are in it and then just um stalk them menacingly until they give us their all copies that copies of their scripts. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so, so can't can't Samuel French offer any kind of assistance with that, or do no. they just tell you what I've, you can perform, what you them. can't, and how what you can't perform, and or what you can, and how much it will cost you? It's not in their library. Mm, wow. I mean, it's it's quite possible that that it was never published as no. uh, as a play. It by wasn't. whatever script they was uh, was devised or, or whatever they were doing. It, it wasn't. That's the, the problem, and why it's really difficult to get hold of a copy. 
Fair yeah, enough. Never formally mm. published. Fair enough. Well, speaking of things that have never been formally published, welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom, and I'm your GM for this game and for many others. And I'm joined by Stu, who has given me a very sideways look. <laughs> who who publishes formally this on a <laughs> weekly basis? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm joined by Neil. Yo, hello. And I'm joined by Amy. I thought that was a really smooth segue, so I yeah, think you should I, be proud of mm. yourself. I'm very <laughs> proud of myself. I, I, get, I get the sense that Stu, Stu disagrees, but uh, no, I thought that was, that, that was pretty, pretty smooth, pretty sharp mm. for once. Lies! It was all <laughs> lies. Secrets and lies. Uh, once again, uh, as you all have no doubt noticed, we are sadly without without Darren tonight. Um, he is uh, still still got some things still got some thing, things going on. Uh, so once again, we wish him all the best, and we hope mm. to have him back uh, back back ro- back rolling dice with us very very soon. We all do. the best, buddy. We missed you, Darren. Uh, but yeah, so. Um, I've just realised I've completely killed off uh, the, com- the, the, the conversation flow we had. Um, so whilst I think of something else to say, I'm going to have a little sip of my incredibly cold caramel rum. Do you know what I did last rum. night? It's it's I say I say rum. It's 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 more it's more of like a rum, rum liqueur type thing. Um, mm. But never mind that. What did you do last night, Amy? It's not that exciting. <laughs> it's the most exciting thing that happened to me this weekend. So. In my house, on my one of my windows, it's got like this little glass thing that you sort of move up and down. It's, I think, to block extra noise. Hmm. What I did last night was when I pushed it up, I got my hand trapped in between the two glass things and I could oh. not get it out. It was very painful. And that's what happened to me last night. <laughs> so we, were you eventually rescued or did you yeah, smash yeah, it? Yeah, we tried. We had to pull it out but it was um it got stuck and it didn't come out very easily see so like panicky what the <laughs> listeners can't see is that amy is actually has actually had to rearrange her recording space so the camera is pointing at her window and she's <laughs> she's actually sat there with her hand stuck yeah, in the window like, still ah, <laughs> <laughs> over here guys yeah is, yeah, it, so. is it internal double glazing um, I don't know what it is because we don't we've only got it on the one and it's in the one that's nearer the main road, so I'm assuming it's there for soundproofing. But um, yeah, it's weird. I thought it might be there to like stop you falling out, but I mean, you've got a window mm. there. That's what anyway. the window itself is yeah. for. So. I, mean, I, I was I was slightly alarmed. I realised it's just a perspective thing, but there's a mirror right behind you, and your reflection isn't in it. And she's got a widow's peak. Mm. So, Amy, oh, Amy yeah. exposes a vampire. Is that what a yeah. those peak is? A, 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 like a Bella Lugosi pointy bit at the top. Yeah, it's pointy a bit, bit at the top. Okay, yeah. okay. that's yeah. a widow's peak. Makes yeah. fringes a pain. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so I've, I've got a tiny widow's peak. Just, mm. just there. You can't quite see it, but it is there. Yeah. I, I used to have one. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. So caramel flavored rum. It's, oh yes, it's quite nice. Um, this was a gift from my parents um, from the last time they went to Spain. They got this from Tenerife or Gran Canaria or, or somewhere. Uh, mm. It's really, really tasty. It comes in this uh, sort of um, red and gold coloured metal bottle, 
Mm. And when you put it in the freezer, um, it basically turns into a rum slushy, <laughs> which, is, which is great. So I've had I've had a little glass of that of that before we started because it is really really warm in uh, in in Oxfordshire today. Mm. Mm. It is in Buckinghamshire. Drinking ice cold rum to stay cool. That's it. Why not? <laughs> no, no ice lollies for you. Yeah, don't, don't just have a little you? drink. Have a, have a big drink, and then you know we can mutiny and take over the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to. You don't want to try that on when Don's had a few drinks inside him. <laughs> I mean, we've we've all, we've all seen what happens when we get horrifically drunk and try to record a podcast, folks. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> uh, oh, you were you were present. You were present. Well, when I oh I got... yes, I remember now. I, I didn't notice anything untoward. No, but you're used to me now. That's <laughs> yeah, but I just when you said I was sorry for my behaviour, that really I was, yeah. What, what behaviour is that? I, was... I I still think the most heinous crime we committed on that on that stream was the attempt to sing Happy Birthday with six people <laughs> across differing time zones, and it was just the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Mm. <laughs> you mean the best thing you've ever done in your life? Mm. Uh, yeah, I say the worst. I. There is like a like a forward slash best there, yeah. there as well, and, and, and not counting the murders, of course. <laughs> no, well, we don't talk about the murders. Don't talk about the murders. Well, to correct it, because I think you're absolutely right. Trying to do that with six people is really wrong. There's only four of us, so let's have a go. No, no. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're going to do that, we we've missed we've missed the podcast birthday by a good couple of months, Stu. Unfortunately, we have. So we I have. don't know who we'd be singing it for. Would we be singing it for who's? I guess whose whose birthday is nearest at the moment? Not mine. Neil's, I would suspect. End, end of August. Yeah. Or could have been could have been for me back in May. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that yeah. that'd be closer. Yeah. I, actually, yeah. no. I, th- I think we're about midway. Midway, to be fair. I don't know. That's that. That is irrelevant and not interesting. <laughs> How is everyone doing? What, That's not what? very nice thing to say about Neil's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> of course, and it is. I'm going to say it depends. Yeah. Who are you talking about? Published date uh, when the episode is published, <laughs> because then it will be closer to Neil's. Mm. We'll go with published. That's what the people listening yes. to this are going to are going to hear. Because it gets published. <laughs> anyway. I think I've so struck just, a nerve tonight, folks. I feel... <laughs> are we going to call this this one published? <laughs> oh, not yet. Well, not not for a couple of weeks yet. <laughs> there we go. If you if you if you look very very carefully in the back of Stu's background, you can just see there's a there's quite a large pile of salt that's just just sat there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Chardonnay. Yeah. There is a Chardonnay, that's it. Chardonnay behind me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spe- so, Chardonnay's real. Speaking real. of real. speaking of Chardonnay, uh, what, what situation have you guys fa- found yourselves in? Let's have, a, let's have a quick little recap as to what's going on. Well, I last wrote Deeper Underground. We're going deep, deeper underground. underground. <laughs> with, let's with all the, sing that together. With, with, <laughs> the, with, the, with the creepers who, who you've all decided you trust. Mm. Yes. Um, the, the, the chuds, the chuds, the chuds. Yes, the caligny. Um, yeah, so it well, it's some caligny creepers being led by a caligny stalker. Am I remembering that correctly? You are. 
Um, Go Group of group of these kind of kind of diminutive Caligni creepers, uh, led by a stalker who has introduced themselves as Catan to you. Catan, that's right. Stalker Catan, and we they've we, we've asked them to help us find a way out. Well, they helped us um, see off not defeat, but see off the bar guest uh, oh. that was um, about to TPK us. I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Red uh, Raven. What's what was that? Red Raven isn't that their leader? Yeah, wasn't that who we were going to go see? Yeah, lady. Um, and what was the symbol of Phrasma? Oh, the symbol of Phrasma. Uh, what is Phrasma? I can't remember what Phrasma's symbol is now. Uh, Phrasma's symbol is, is a blue swirl, like an ice cream. Like an ice cream, yeah. Like a crop circle. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when she's feeling fabulous, she it's a, it, it's a raspberry swirl instead. <laughs> right. Um, but yes, the stalker Catan was definitely... Def- and, and the creepers, they were phrasma worshippers, weren't they? I mean, you don't know. You don't really know about about the creepers. You've certainly not taken any time to talk with them. Um, but certainly from their behaviour, they seem to be very much following whatever the stalker tells them to do um, you know they, they they may well be worshippers of Phrasm uh, of but you haven't yet, you haven't asked asked Catan and you haven't spoken to, to them directly right but Catan is definitely I've definitely got this right I've definitely got this somewhere somebody somewhere is a Phrasm worshipper yes it was it, <laughs> I, I, I will help you out a bit Stu because this has literally <laughs> just happened to your characters um, yeah stalker Catan uh, was the one wielding a symbol of Phrasma uh, shot these crackling beams of divine light at the bar guest to drive it off. That's it. That's it. So, yes. So, yeah, I was just assuming they're all Phrasma worshippers. Because why wouldn't they be? Well, we don't you think heard, about that. You heard it here, folks. Ge- generalisation is okay with Alwyn Templeton. It's... <laughs> He's so not the smartest tool in the box. So these creepers don't represent a multicultural society. They might. They might. might they? they might. We don't know. Arwen certainly doesn't know. Arwen knows shit. <laughs> we insist we run across all these <laughs> monocultures. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Um, talk amongst yourselves for one minute, folks. I need to grab my water bottle. And the other thing that's happened, we've been introduced to this Red Raven. Yes, this leader dressed in mm. red leather um, with the long bow and a sword. Ah, mm. I wrote that down. I wondered if that was stuff we got. Yeah. Oh, and, and don't forget <laughs> each of our respective gods. So in Otto's and, and Alwyn's case, that's Caden Kalian. Uh, I don't know which god Della worships. Neither does Della. Della knows either. Okay. Uh, well, maybe this might not apply to Della then, but the mm. our, our respective gods have given us uh, immortality and invulnerability. Uh, since so when? Since the time when Dom walked away from the microphone. Oh, <laughs> I don't think that counts. I, because no, it surely does. it's only dumb that can grant that. Death is never more than a dice roll away. Well, I don't know. I think because I do the editing, haven't I got more godlike powers than Dom? 
Ooh, but Dom <laughs> creates your content, so you can only do so much with that. What's that thing where you um, put, piece together a sentence from like various words that have been spoken by someone? Mm-mm. There's yeah, a name for piece, that, isn't there? Yeah, when so you piece together a sentence. I can, I, I, I can easily make that happen with previous episodes, I'm sure. Yeah. So why are we still here? Mm. <laughs> um, just say the words immortal and invulnerable don't for me, do please. it don't do it <laughs> uh i'm gonna okay okay let, let me see how, how this goes mortal vulnerable oh i can easily no. add in im that's not a problem it's going to sound yes. pretty obvious, though. <laughs> I've got, I've got, so, I've got something else. I've got something else to say to say to say that. you. TPK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm talking about like how you construct sentences by like taking various other sentences apart and adding words in. So yes, I can make that. Um, there is no chance of a TPK. Thank you. <laughs> Well, the only person you're cheating is yourself, Stu. Because we we will all know the truth. (laughs) I wouldn't do that. I was talking about my godlike powers of editing. See, they are pretty godlike. Let's talk about something when you were there. No, no. See, I'm I'm glad you did because otherwise that would have just been like a minute and a half of silence whilst I went and got got, got some water. (laughs) I could have easily edited. Mm. I I still might edit all this out. There we go. I mean, I mean, you say that, Stu. I think we all know that you won't. You you like to you're leave things wrong. in. You, well, I'm you, not wrong. You have form for, for for leaving things in that you say you're going to take out. <laughs> I do. I do indeed. Yes. <laughs> but there we go. Uh, right. I think that is quite enough. Enough rambling, folks. We've been doing a fair bit of it there. So yeah. shall we jump back into the game? Yes. Yeah. Walk yeah. slowly and carefully back into the game. <laughs> Come in quietly. Don't touch anything. <laughs> don't look him in the <laughs> eye. Just let let, <laughs> let, let let the game start and go on around us. <laughs> All right. So uh, entering, uh, g- c- moving ourselves back into the game. Um, you've all been led into this uh, this this underground enclave, and um, so. W- what I think I mentioned just at, just at the end of last session is that you've been kind of led through a small underground tunnel that kind of went went down and back up again, um, seeming. And as as you come out as you come out kind of back to um, the quote unquote surface, uh, you look behind you and you you can see that there is um, a curtain of stone, uh, sort of um, about maybe 30, 40 feet feet behind you. Uh, which looks not too dissimilar to basically it looks like you're on on the other side of the wall that you'd seen um, before you fought before you fought fought the bar guest. Uh, and as as you kind of look deeper out into this next part of the city, you see a few things. You see um, a few small, very very dim uh, campfires, or almost they seem to be being used uh, primarily for warmth rather than light. Um, around which you can see more of these um, these dark hooded hooded hooded, fe- hooded hooded features hooded creatures hooded creatures. Um, <laughs> that's the rum talking there. That's that is the rum talking. Uh-huh. It's great. 
Yeah. And I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's also the rum talking. That's it. Anarchy! Anarchy yeah. in the podcast. No. Um, but yeah, and you can see that ahead of you, um, uh, there is what looks to be a giant uh, wall of ice, um, perhaps 500 feet ahead of you, uh, that stretches most of the way across your vision and, see, and, see, and seems to curve around almost as if it's in like a circular fashion. Um, yeah, looking around this this space as as you enter, you see um, more of these small figures around, as mentioned, small campfires, and kind of just off off in the distance, you can see this this, this wall of ice uh, has um, l- like a cleft or a split into it, uh, which seems to have a passageway leading into the ice itself, uh, and you can just make out a single figure uh, stood. Uh, at the mouth of this small ravine. Uh, they appear to be dressed in red leathers or, so, or something. Uh, their face is obscured by um, a mask and uh, they, they have a white bow slung over their shoulders. Uh, so at that point, folks, I, would, I, I will now pass over to you. What would you all like to do? Hello. You must be Red Raven. Um, so, what I will say, Alwyn, um, you're still a good few hundred feet away. Um, Stalker Catan has just led you into this space. Uh, you're not quite there yet. But if you would like to approach this person, you may you may do so. Oh, definitely. I don't yeah, think yeah. she heard you. <laughs> I, I, hang on, I'll get closer. <laughs> I'll, I'll go closer. So, so waving as, as I do so. So as as you call out the first time, Alwyn, you see a few of these figures um, from around the campfires. They they startle as they do so. Uh, you see them all spring. To, you see them spring to their feet. Uh, a few of them vanish into in, into the shadows. And the ones that that you can still see, you see their hands uh, jump to weapons on their on their belts. Um, but uh, as they do so, you see Stalker Catan. Um, uh, raises a hand and speaks. Um, Be calm, brothers and sisters. They're with me. And you see they all relax and go back to what they were doing previously. Um, and yeah, you begin to approach uh, approach this um, this kind of uh, this icy passageway ahead of you. And as as you're approaching Al- Alwyn, um, leading the rest of the group with you, you can see um, on the left-hand side, you can see that there is... Uh, an area that has been cleared of rubble, and you can see that there are a number of of small, vaguely hu- humanoid shapes that shapes that are currently completely cl- covered with, with with cloths. As you're walking past, are they lying down or standing up? They are lying. They are, they are lying on on the ground, completely covered by by by, by these uh, sort of dark shrouds, almost. Oh, I think a, a more somber tone as we as we pass is appropriate, unless we want to join them. Mm, just well, let's be polite. Yeah. Okay. So as as you spot this and you kind of quite quiet in, into yourselves, um, Stalker Catan is still quite kind of um, loosely li- loosely leading you. They they kind of stood by your side keep keeping pace with you all um and uh, as as you progress into this this little section of the city itself you can see that there are uh, more of these strange gaunt pale skinned hu- hu- humanoids all 
all, all around you. Um, some of them seem to be sharp, sharpening sharpening blades. Some of them are um, skinning animals or or, or cooking uh, small small meals uh, to pass around that that kind of thing. Um, and still more seem to be um, sort of training or, or or practicing for something. You can see a few. Um, you see two um, magic. You see two individuals who look to be sort of flicking small bolts of magic at what what perhaps pra- practice dummies or, or or that kind of thing. And as you progress a bit further, kind of into the main the main square, um, you can see ahead of you that there is um, a training ring that has been kind of drawn out with ropes, uh, in which you can see there is a blindfolded Caligny, um, a young girl, perhaps in perhaps in kind of human terms no older than perhaps seven or, or eight eight years old uh, you see she she wears a blindfold um, she wields a long staff in in both her hands and uh, is fending off um, sort of cl- cl- clearly clearly spar- spar- sparring maneuvers uh, from six other um, quite tall Caligny who, who are armed with with, with with their various weapons, she sort of spins and twirls, um, almost de- deflecting deflecting their attacks and sensing them before they before they even get close to close to, to close to landing on her. But just as you arrive, um, one of their one of these attacks sneaks past her defenses and clocks her un- her under the jaw as she is sent sprawling. Uh, she sort of coughs and gets get, and gets to her feet. And you you see one of these these other Caligni who perhaps is an instructor of some sorts uh, commands her uh, perhaps to, perhaps to, to get up. He speaks in this strange tongue that that, that you don't un- understand. And you see this young girl. She 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 looks at the floor for a second, spits on the ground, uh, then springs back to her feet and and begins sparring once more. And beyond that, you can see a set of steps leading up to this this icy passageway. The force is strong with that one. Mm, she should have ducked then. <laughs> yes, Catan uh, K- K- kind of chimes in as, uh, as you say this and says, um, "Yes, that is uh, that is that is Mara. She is destined to become a vanguard of uh, of our enclave, a highly respected position. We train because because of her gifts. We we train her from birth. Gifts. Yes." Mm. She she is born she she was born without eyes because she does not need them to see. We uh we uh, many of the old traditions have died out, but that is one that survives. That's pretty cool. Obviously, a fierce warrior. Mm. Mm. In time, she will be. Perhaps one mm. day, she will even secede me as leader of this enclave. But for now. She trains. So, Catan, before we get to um, this red red, so if you're the leader of the Enclave, um, who, if you don't mind me asking, is Red Raven to you? She is an emissary of the Lady of Graves, a guardian sent here to protect, to, to keep, to keep, uh, to keep the prince caged in his icy prison. Prince? Yes, it's uh 
it's not really relevant to anything you uh, you bright walkers need need to know but this this icy wall here it forms it forms a prison for a powerful being of um, of of elemental air a genie who slaughtered his kin and uh, was tried was tried for murder and imprisoned here on the material plane the red raven uh, is Phrasma's guardian sent here to keep him to, to, to ensure he never escapes. Right. Right. Well, and the red ra- us- the raven themselves uh, changes every century or so, but the most recent one has only been here, perhaps a few of your years. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Yes, I suppose an immortal being would be sort of an anathema to Phrasma, wouldn't they? Yes. Well, Im- I- immortality itself is not an affront to, to, to the Lady of Graves. There are legitimate means of, of acquiring it that do not violate the sacred order. Your Caden Kalian is, is, is one. He, he kind of glances at your holy symbol. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. In Met fact, him. nice chap. Mm, I'm sure. Did you have any further questions before you meet the Red Raven? No. One. Um, so, are are you intending to help us back to the surface? I mean, if by help you, you mean we shan't... We certainly don't intend to keep you here, Brightwalker. This is not your world. And if I'm if I'm completely honest, you're not entirely welcome down here. It's better you, be, better you get back to where you, sh- where you came from. Yes, yes, I, I can see that. I can understand I, I can it. see we are of the same mind. We are we about are. to get along just fine. Until we go, which will be soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I think um, before 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 you do go, though, as I say, I'm I'm keen to get you to talk with the Red Raven. She, I believe, she may have something of an offer for you, or perhaps a request. Ah, well, yes. I'm always willing to talk to new people. We can help. Right, so just just as you're saying this, um, Alwyn, you you're sort of talking to Catan and. You suddenly feel a tiny little hand uh, tugging on 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 your rapier, and you look down and you see that one of these creepers has has ha- has their hand on the hilt of a sword and is attempting to draw it free. And as you look around, um, you see that there are um, perhaps ten of these creepers that have that have made their way out of the darkness, um, and uh, they have all sorts of things from your collective inventories in their hands, um, and. Uh, they sort of look at uh, as you sort of spot this l- little hand, and you turn round. They all freeze, um, and Catan sort sort of flinches as you do so. Uh, looks at looks at looks at what what you're looking looking at. Um, lets out an exasperated sigh, and uh, and says, um, "Creepers, be nice to the bright walkers. Give them their things back." And you see these these creepers sort of silently shuffle forwards and start pressing all manner of things that you recognise as yours back into your hands. Okay, I was just going to. I am pretty laugh. shocked at that. To be honest, <laughs> that someone managed to pilfer some things off of me. 
<laughs> mischievous little scamps, aren't they? Mm. Mm. Yes, they certainly are. They've let they they've yet to learn their place in the world. Bless them. It's not their fault. <laughs> Do you know what? They're obviously honing fine skills if they can um, get things away from Della here. Mm. Yes. Well, regardless, I I. I, I apologise for that. I should have been more more vigilant as to what they're doing. They can get out of hand very uh, very quickly. These little blighters. Well, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. No harm, no foul. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely going to keep a closer hand on my things. But yeah, I'm aware now. Sir. All right. Is there anything else you wish to ask, or shall I introduce you to the Red Raven? Uh, Anything we shouldn't say? I mean, be as polite as you would to a, to a, to any other. I suppose they they are not uh, they are not of uh, they are not of our, our our lineage. You might say they are mm-hmm. some something else. Uh, but yes, if you if you're worried about offending them, I assure you they are a very. A very old, very powerful being. They uh, they are likely not offended lightly, but uh, be polite. They haven't met us yet. <laughs> so. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> I mean, re- really, the, the the only way you might uh, rouse her anger is if you were to pu- if you were to perform any deeds anathema to Phrasma. For example, if if you were to start, I don't know, raising the raising the undead in her presence. That might not go well for you. Oh, well, I don't know how to do that, so that's fine. No. No. Uh, but I, I know that that is generally considered quite rude. It's, well, yes. Mm. No, um, there's no danger with that. Right. Shall we? Mm. Yes. Yes. Right. Let's go over there. All right, so you... you um, Brother Amos so, is nodding as well. <laughs> uh, you you don't get to decide what what he does, but he in, in this case he is nodding. All right. Well, I, it looked to me like he was nodding. I didn't decide he was doing. I decided that's what I thought he was doing. Uh, so uh, with that with that out of the way, uh, Katan uh, begins to lead you up the these carved icy steps uh, towards um, towards this. This passageway ahead of you, uh, and you and you can you, you can see now this uh, this figure dressed in red leathers. Um, they're quite tall. Um, you know, perhaps it perhaps it, it's the boots they're wearing, giving them a bit more stature than um, more of an imposing statue. But yeah, they're definitely um, sort of about sort sort of six six maybe six six foot one tall. Um, and uh, as as you step up the steps. Um, you can see there they are stood stoically uh, their bow is stowed on their back and their hands are clasped uh, clasped clasped in, in in front of them uh, as you get closer you can see that see that the armor itself appears to be made of um, perhaps some kind of dragon hide or drake hide or, or or that kind of thing. It's definitely not a standard looking leather. It has this kind of pattern embossed across it that that kind of spreads all the way over it. Um, the edges, the edges of the sleeves and the skirt are are sort sort of taper into these long crimson red feathers, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, the mask itself uh, that they're wearing uh, is a long, um, it, it is a full face mask of crimson uh, that 
that bends forward in a stylized beak, um, not not dissimilar to that of a plague to that of, that of a plague mask. Um, you can see they they wear a tattered red cape on their back uh, that seems to glint with golden light as it just as it just as it catches uh, the soft light from from elsewhere. Um, and as as you approach, you can see that the top half of their face is. Is, is most exposed. You, you you can at least see see their eyes, and you can see that um, from what you can see of their skin, their skin is a pale blue color. Um, like I don't know how to, how to how to how to describe it. Imagine sort of it, it, imagine Palma violets. It's that it's that kind of soft bluey purple color. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say Palma violets is purple. What about like duck egg blue? It's more like a duck egg blue. Thank you, Amy. Mm. That's that's what I'm after. Palm of violets, a violet. They are. I tell you. Yeah. I tell you why I say palm of violets. I'm pretty sure they used to be like a blue version of palm of violets years and years ago. I might be going mad. I mean, you, you can get like refreshers that kind of look the same. They're Maybe in that, like disc in, the, when you get the mini bags. Maybe I'm thinking of that. Maybe yeah, I'm thinking of that. Exist. Or maybe as, when, as they're, when they're available. maybe mm. when they're old, they go more sort of blue. They fade <laughs> to a kind of blue colour. You just had some very old <laughs> sweets. Or, may, or maybe they they went through a stage when like people were getting funny about red food dye or something. Maybe blue maybe. purple. Maybe you were looking at them in odd lighting. Perhaps. Perhaps. I'm getting all very of these distracted things. from the game here. All of these things are very possible, uh, but oh, yes. they're not relevant to uh, to Galarian. Yeah. Possibly one of those taverns where in in the in the toilets they 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 shine that strange blue light so that you can't find a vein. <laughs> I don't like want to know. One of, one of those okay. the curtain of ice that's in front yeah. of us. Yes. Right. In addition to their to their their duck egg blue skin, uh, you see that um, their their eyes are kind of. Um, just, just a, just a soft green, green color as they sparkle in, in the light. Now is that forest green or emerald <laughs> <animal> green? <laughs> uh, it is a. Let's get on with the game, green. So as as you approach, um, yeah, Catan sort 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 of says he sort sort of speaks up and says, um, La- "Lady Raven, these are." Um, these are the bright walkers that uh, we 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 noticed mo- moving around outside. I think they 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 wish to speak with you. And uh, this figure t- um, sort sort of looks looks over all 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 of you as Catan says this, um, and they say and and when when they speak, it's this kind of voice that's it sounds almost mo- modulated. Um, uh, imagine like this. As they speak, the voice is is clearly fe- clearly fe- feminine in in origin, but it's distorted. It sounds almost like there are, uh, you know, perhaps twelve different voices speaking at once. Um, some of them soft, some of them bold, some of them uh, sort of deeply beautiful, full with a hint of menace. Um, imagine Galadriel uh, when Frodo offer, offers her offers her the One Ring in in, in Fellowship, um, that mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, I'm obviously, share, yeah, or share. That's it. Um, now, ob- obviously, ob- obviously, I can't do that kind of voice. Uh, but please, just imagine that as your uh, as as she's as, imagine as you share. Yeah. yeah, why not? I've got the hair for it. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. There we go. Um, 
and uh, they they look at you and they say, um, "Do you believe in life?" <laughs> no, no, we don't. No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. <laughs> they look at you and uh, they say in this sort of deeply, almost modulated voice, um, "Ah, welcome, bright walkers. It's good to have you with us." It's nice to be here. Hello. I mean, yes, it's... I mean, we'll be glad to get out of here where we clearly don't belong, but, um... Uh, but yes, very nice to meet you. Uh, we're told we can be of some assistance, maybe? Potentially, yes. However, I... 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 I before I before we go any further, I, I wish to stress that you are not held here under duress. What I am about to ask of you is a request, and nothing more than a request. If you would prefer simply to get back to the surface and get on with your lives, you are welcome to do so. However, the beast that stalks the Undercity, which by the looks of you, you certainly come into contact with. Yeah. The bargain. Oh, that, that fucking thing. Mm. Yes. It is. It is one of the prince's pets, the same prince that Phrasma keeps imprisoned here. It escaped a short while ago when some careless folk from the surface broke through a section of the Vernal prison. It slaughtered them. There's nothing I could do to, do, to, do, do to protect them. And since then, that beast has been terrorizing the, terrorizing the, the Undercity. It riles up the undead that, that, that walk these halls, sending them towards the surface. And also, it attacks my children. And she, she gestures in the, in the direction of the, um, of the kind of sort of makeshift morgue that, 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 that you'd passed on, on the way in. Mm. Now, as you have doubtless already seen, this is a powerful beast. Likely one beyond your ability to slay, but if it could be lured back to its prison, I can. I I have the ability to ability to seal it away once more, so it can do no more harm. So you need us for bait. That's a gross oversimplification, but I suppose it's correct. Yes. Hmm. I As I say, if if you're willing, if you would prefer to get on with your lives, I can of course have the have my children show you the, the nearest way back to the surface. That that suits. That would be my preference. <laughs> I well, I I have a. I'm willing to help if I can. Um, Otto, I, I do you know what? I, I hear you on that. It's 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 not our fight. Um, but I think you know. I, I just I in myself I feel need to help. Um, I would request. I mean, you, you'll see we've got um, a number of friends here who are. 
I wouldn't want to see them put in harm's way, so perhaps um, some of our comrades can take them to the surface first? Of course, that's... That is something that could be arranged. I, I, I see these individuals of which you speak, and meaning no disrespect, it is clear that they would be a liability in any any efforts to trap this beast. Indeed. So maybe, um, I mean, Amos, perhaps you might, you know, take them to the surface and um, look after them. Otto, did you want to go with them as well then? I was just thinking, actually, they, they would make quite good bait. No, 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 no we're, not, no. we're not using them as bait. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to put my foot down there. <laughs> well, I was helped by a follower of Rasma before, so I feel that it would be a good idea for me to help. So I'm happy to stay. But, I mean, last time we encountered this thing, these little, these little creepers seem to handled it far better than we did well they drove it away yes but but we're not looking to drive it away we're looking to lure it and and maybe the bar guest might see them and just run away whereas it might see us as perhaps easy pickings and oh look there's a chance for some some food tasty snack and yes and chase after us and then we lead it into wherever it is we're supposed to be leading it to yeah, it would, we'll come up with a plan. It would depend on where we would need to lead it to. I, I thought that was the plan. But mm. Okay. No, it depends on where it where it is. Where do we need to send it to? Right. I'm glad you're staying, Deli. You're clearly the brains of the operation. Oh, no. Um, but while you're thinking about that, Otto, um, um, Christian, what would you like to do? Well, we had, we had a deal, right? We did. You and were going to get me back to these, um, these, the, these heralds. Yes. Um, they were going to, I'll tell them what I know, which, as I said before, isn't much, but if it gets me my safety and my freedom, I will, I will trade whatever, whatever information they want, they want, want me to trade. I think maybe it's best if, if you're sending Amos back up to the surface with, um, well, with these folk, and he gestures to, um, the individuals you, you, you've been escorting. Perhaps it's best. I, you know, you saw what that thing did to me just now. I mean, look at my armor, and and, and you and you look at his armor, and his breastplate has been just destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you get the sense he's he's only still wearing it because he hasn't really had a chance to, t- to take it off yet. Um, um, and he sort of continu- continues to say, perhaps it'd be best if I um, if I w- if I went up with Amos. Um, we got, we, you know, I can maybe still, I, I, I don't know how, um, how Agorin's responded to us busting out, out of the bone grinder, but I might be able to use, um, I might still have some pull as, as Winter Guard, if you know what I'm saying. I might, might be able to get, get the group through some, some checkpoints, that kind of thing. Oh, well, if, yes, that, that sounds like a good idea. Mm. Yes. Um, Mary, will you want to stay with your sister to the surface or stay with us? I'm conflicted. Um, look, I've, I've, I've seen what all of you can do and I'll be honest, uh, 
I trust, I trust you all to look after my sister. Um, and I'm potentially, I, I could, uh, I could stay down here and, and help you out. However, you saw just now, uh, my, my flail, my mace, even with my magic was bouncing off that thing's hide. I don't know what good to you I'd be, perhaps just another liability. But if you want my help, um, I'd say you've earned it. I, I could understand you wanting to stay with your sister and then, I mean, I don't know what you think, Della, but I think maybe, um, Mary might be better off helping to protect all these innocent souls. Hmm. I, I don't think more of us is going to make much of a difference if we're just trying to flush it somewhere. Yes. Mm. In fact, in fact, the more numerous we are, the more difficult it might become. Yeah. I like the sound of this more and more. Hmm. I'm thinking of what we do. So. Well, I, I, I think Maori's better off staying with his sister and Christian. Yeah. And, and, and um, uh, well, that's if Amos, Amos, are you all right taking the others up to the surface, looking after I them? I can do that. I I, uh, I still know where. I, I still remember where um, where the her, where the her, where the heralds were hold up. I can I can help Christian and Maori get us to where we need to go. That's good. That's good. Do you remember the password? The rose that blooms in. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's not. All right, yes. I got it. Okay. <laughs> I've got that's it. One. <laughs> um, right, Otto. Yes, all right. <laughs> yes, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, what do you, what do you do? wish to do? Uh, what, what is the plan? Do we have a plan? I'll, I'll help you make well, a plan. Yeah, where where, where do we need to get this Bargus to then, Lady Raven? I'll show you. Please, follow, follow, follow me. Okay. And she leads. She 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 steps away from this um, icy passageway, and you can see you can see as she steps away, um, this icy tunnel literally literally leads deeper um, into. It, it almost almost looks like a giant glacier just in the centre of, of the chamber here, uh, with like a tunnel that leads inside it, and that that tunnel disappears into disappears away into darkness. Um, but it, it, she she steps towards the rest of you, um, sort of stepping down the stairs as she does so, and uh, she begins to lead you all. Assuming you're following, uh, she she begins to lead you all um, around the outside of this um, this pillar of ice. Mm. Yeah, follow. Okay. As long as it looks safe at the moment. <laughs> looks reasonably safe. I mean, you certainly don't see any any danger approaching you. You sort of um, as. As you look around, Della, you do um, occasionally catch just a flit of a shadow of one of these creepers um, darting from, from 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 the darting through through the gloom around you. You hear the occasional that uh, their occasional giggle as as they do so. <laughs> um, mm. But yes, the Red Raven, um, Lady Raven, leads you around the outside of this this ice, this icy pillar, and. After a couple of minutes, after just a couple of minutes of walking, you sort of you find yourselves um, almost coming 180, 180 degrees around this pillar, uh, and it, and this is a thick p- p- pillar of ice. Like it looks like it's a good 
perhaps 500 feet in 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 diameter mm-hmm. she 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 leads you around the outside um, in a clockwise direction um, and as you get sort of about about halfway halfway around um, you come to a section of the ice uh, that appears to have been broken open from the outside um, you can see um, scattered around this area uh, you can see broken Broken, mi- broken mining equipment, sort of pickaxes, tool, um, shovels, all that kind of thing, um, all looking fairly recent, fa- 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 fairly pristine. And as as you look at, as you look around the area, um, you can make out quite hefty bloodstains, sort of spattered all over, all over the floor and the rubble here. Um, not not super fresh, like like it's definitely not still not still wet, but certainly. Um, is a recent addition rather than something that that happened, you know, centuries ago. And, uh, the Raven sort 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 of says says to you, "Yes, this is this is the place where um, those fools of the of the of the, of the summer's return attempted to break through the ice. They didn't know what they were doing. I warned them to stop. They heeded. They, they didn't heed." Warning, and as as the ice weakened, that thing burst its way free and slaughtered them. Um, you still want to go after this thing, do you? Well, we we don't want to go after it, but we just need to bring it back here. This would this would be the easiest place if we can get it back inside, uh, back inside the Vernal Prison. I can. Use Farazm's magics to, to 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 reseal it around around it. What do bar guests like then? Eating people. Yeah, people. Is mm. it just people? Do we not get like a nice meat pie? Or yeah. Cook it. Cook, cook it a nice steak tartare. See what happens. <laughs> I don't know much about bar guests. Um. Hmm. This seems difficult, though. I've, I've already done a knowledge check. Mm. I mean, that was to work out that it was a bar guest. Can I take another one to see what I know about bar guests? Or I mean, I could, because I don't know that anything. Might be a but Della might. Yeah, you absolutely can. Uh, so I'll tell you what. Um, again, because this is meant to be a secret role. Um, so Della, you 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 would like to make a roll? Yeah, and, I, I don't know anything, but Della might. It's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll make one for you as well, um, just to see, um, you know, if there's anything else you 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 know. Uh, what are your respective religion modifiers? And Two. Otto's as well, if he wants to make one. I'll make one. Religion, plus two. Plus two? Plus two for Della and for Alwyn? Plus 13. <laughs> plus 13, Okay. Okay, uh, so um, Otto and Della, you know nothing more than what, what you've what you've or, or already been ter- been told by by Alwyn. Uh, Alwyn, um, yeah, sort sort of thinking think th- thinking more about what 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 you know about these creatures. You know that 
they don't have a particular thing they like to eat. Um, generally speaking, um, and certainly in in goblin sort of culture and mythology, they are often used as an analogy for just general glut, general general gluttony. Um, they like to just eat really whatever they can get whatever they can get they can get 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 their hands on including other including other bar guests if uh if if if, if more than one ends up in, a, in in an area they are not above cannibalism i just thought of a really horrible idea or do share hmm. mm. we like horrible well, we, ideas we, so so they the they like lots of things so and, and we passed a lot of dead bodies on our way up here do they like their bodies live or dead? Better it eats a dead body than a live one. If you are suggesting using the slain corpses of my children that that monster has already slain, that is out of the question. Oh, absolutely. I wasn't well, expecting it not to be whatsoever. It was just a horrible idea. Well, we have to consider all possibilities, don't mm. we? I've... I've had a thought. If it's quite gluttonous, it obviously likes to eat a lot of things. Otto, I've seen you produce swarms of things. Hmm. Well, maybe you could produce a swarm that it chases after. Thinking, oh, I'll eat that swarm and then I'm eating a lot. Uh, A swarm of biting insects. Well, it wouldn't have to be biting insects, would it? Just... Well, I, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming you have some degree of control over what it is. Mm, I don't think I do. Uh, let me see. Do we, any, me, do we have anything that creates a beam of red light? A beam of red light? Yeah, we'll just point it towards <laughs> the thing. I've just, I've just got what Amy's going for. Because it, it might. <laughs> oh yes, yes, I, no, I can. I can change the appearance of the creatures. Ah, oh, can, can you make it look like a, a lot of little people? Very little people. <laughs> um, I can change the appearance of the creatures, but it's typically a mix of centipedes, roaches, wasps, and worms. What's this? Vo- is this vomit swarm by any chance? Yes, yes. So it's got to be small enough well, to connect them well, that's that sounds. I mean, sounds disgusting, but sounds about right. And that way, it'll think, "Oh yes, lots, lots of things to eat." Do you know what? I feel like we have previously established that Otto can make this look, look like a, a swarm of tiny Ottos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that way we did. It's kind of. It's a, it's a pity I broke my wand of mirror image. Uh, that time when things were mm. going badly. Would yes. would the um, what are they called? I could summon a fae. Um, what's the name of the the, the people that are here J- with the C? Caligli. Caligli. Cal- no, Cal- yeah, Cal- Caligli. Caligni. Caligni. Calig. Me. Right, Caligula. Um, are, they, are they willing to help us, um, or, or is it a case that you're asking us to do on our own? 
I'm not. I'm not. I'm not asking you you, you to do anything on 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 your own. Um, okay. My my children can 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 assist you, but as as you've seen on the way in, they are they are no match in a stand up fight of this thing. We've okay. we've survived so far on on ambush tactics. We've we've been able to. I've I've noticed that. Um, sorry, we we know that it 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 seems to fear. Um, the magic of the Lady of Graves. That seems to be enough to drive it away. Each time we fought it, but, but only ever when we get the drop on it. If it if, if it manages to, to it manages to ambush us, well, you, you you saw the result in that in that clearing back there. I I don't think we should be putting them at risk. No, but they are quite competent, so. I was wondering if we could choose. I, I don't think this is a, re- a risk-free enterprise for anyone. No, I'm just wondering. So, if, if it's not happy with um, this magic, well, I'm just I'm struggling to see how I can work it out. Is 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 this place surrounded by falling down buildings still? Yes. Um, yeah. What 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 I will say is it kind of in in this section of the city, like everything seems to be much more much more more level like like the buildings are less sort of ruined buildings and they're more just pile piles of rubble hmm. there's a couple there are I, I mean i i say that there are still some sort of semi-intact build buildings around but but nowhere near as many as there were in in, in the previous section cool and um, uh, the raven speaks up w- once again and and she says um Yes, if you if you if you wish the support of um, of my children, we can find a way to aid you. This after, after all, if this if this problem isn't dealt with, it's likely going to kill or kill all of them. We're happy to help. It's just they we need. It's not something we can do on our own. I think I have been through too much today to to come up with an idea. Um, can I go to sleep somewhere? <laughs> I, I have an idea. Um, a very, very simple plan that what we need is someone luring the uh, the bar guest towards where we want it mm-hmm. and I will get around behind the bar guest and release a crashing wave to smash it into its uh, back into its hole mm-hmm. uh, but whoever's, whoever's luring it obviously better get out of the way fast oh, to push it but, yes that's an interesting thought. Perhaps my so, so, that would certainly solve the problem of getting it inside the inside the vernal prison. What I should say is that um, I I should have led with this. I apologise. If you if you enter the vernal prison, you will not be able to leave it. Oh, well, that that's important uh, information. Yeah, that we <laughs> what we need is something to lure it towards the vernal prison. Uh, a few dead bodies, perhaps, and then and then I'll get up behind oh, it and, and throw living, a crashing wave. Or living bodies. You are not using the corpses of my children as bait. And you can see her hand has 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 leapt to Ooh. to her bow. No, no, we we established that that would right. not be a thing, and we, it was we, we'll use some of your living children then. No, no, no. We need Ours. someone to. Ours. Me. No. If they if they fall in battle, that is a risk they are willing to accept. It is, it is a natural order of things. But you will not have the corpses of the slain for, for this, this creature to defile. No, that's fine. That's fine. No, 
whatever. We need. To, we just. We just need someone to lure it towards the. Uh, We've got vernal prison, and then I can give it a shove from behind. If if you're sort of hiding in behind, ready to shove it, there's there's three of us that can lure it into place. Yeah. Hmm. Midel and Chardonnay. We've got to get it here. As as you're having mm. this conversation, um, you can see uh, sort of um, the Red Raven is st- is still still has her hand on on her bow and is uh, is is giving Otto a very hard look as as she seems she seems to look almost direct directly through 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 you Otto. But a second later, you see her her gaze snaps away from from from, from Otto as you hear a crash somewhere behind you and you look over and you see a section of the rubble has 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 collapsed and over over the collapsed se- the collapsed section you can see pouring over it um, numerous humanoid tall gangly hu- humanoid creatures uh, with gray skin sharp claws and slavering tongues whipping out of their mouths and that is where we end for tonight oh jeez well, at least it isn't a bar guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need oh. to sleep. <laughs> Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Nazar Ryback from Hooksounds.com, editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting TalesFromTheTwentySide.com.
it sounds like we've got a plan. We just need to deal with the this new threat. A brilliant <laughs> plan that cannot possibly fail. We should have just gone to the surface when we had the opportunity to. You could have. I could have. Could I felt have. I felt obligated to stay. You weren't. <laughs> I mean, I know, but I felt obligated. Nobody was obligating you. No, I mean, I none of you, none of you are, uh, are obligated. You've been told you could just walk away if you, if you wish. Yeah. You don't but, have. You don't. Mm, you know. Absolutely. As you said, this is not your fight. You don't have to. You don't have to help these things that you've only just met. No. And it's still an option. They did I'm help guessing. us, though. Mm. And it's always nice to make new friends. There's that. And it's the right thing to do. <laughs> mm. Morals. That, that old argument. <laughs> that old. And that's why Alwyn's doing it. Because of the morality. <laughs> And so is Otto, because he's at heart a, a deeply moral person. I'm sure. <laughs> he has his own unique set of morals, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Mm. He, he has his own code. Yeah. 